You're listening to a Living Word Family Church podcast. Thanks for tuning in. For more information about Living Word Family Church, make sure to check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. You can also check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Now, on to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Living Word Family Podcast. After an extended Easter break of roughly one month, we are, we are, <laughs> we're back with you, and we thank you guys for downloading the cast, for subscribing and checking it out, listening to us. Uh, with me today, we have our esteemed, uh, amazing senior pastor, uh, extra senior pastor, Scott Millis. <laughs> uh, he's with us today, as well Hi, as our AV tech guru, Zach Bensel, all around jack of all trades around the church. I think he was scrubbing a toilet earlier, so he just does it all around here. How are you guys doing today? Doing good. You uh, wash your hands <laughs> before you touch that mouse. Um, or the I microphone we're currently speaking into. touch your microphone. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> So it's been a little while since we've done a podcast. Been a lot going on at the church. Yeah, busy, um, busy season. We just actually we just wrapped up Walk for Life, and uh, that was pretty pretty exciting. Always kind of a fun yeah. time of the year, uh, getting together with a lot of other other uh, not only our church members but members of other churches and and other people in the community that support life and support the Pregnancy Resource Center. So it was a pretty good success from the, what I heard when we were wrapping up and we took our youth group out there for their dodgeball, their youth dodgeball tournament, which was a blast. We won a trophy, by the way. I saw him. Brought home the Beautiful. gold. Beautiful. One of two teams. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, we're, it's still pretty new. Uh, we're still working on ways to kind of promote that and get other youth groups involved, but it was fun. We had a great time. We were out there with the with uh, Will's group from Midwest Believers, so right. that was that was a blast. Right. But um, we uh, so anyway, so we're helping clean up and everything after the event and cleaning up from lunch and all that fun stuff. And one of the uh, one of the I think it was Nate, one of the guys that works with pregnant works at the Pregnant Resource Center, was kind of reading off the the amounts or whatever, and said it was a good amount. It was roughly thirty three thousand oh, dollars. Wow! Yeah, and they were still waiting on a couple of other totals to come in. I think the total from the dodgeball the fundraising oh, right. from the dodgeball as well as a couple of other things so we're probably looking in the mid 30s 34 35,000 dollars total coming in that's pretty good yeah that's very exciting I'm glad and to I, hear that it didn't seem to be a really big crowd at, uh, yeah not at the walk but right, money exactly. raised seemed to be and that's the yeah, main thing that's the it's main thing exactly right it seemed to be right. pretty good so i know the weather was gorgeous for it was for dodgeball so we had to run out into the field to grab a couple of stray <laughs> dodgeballs and that was a little bit muddy but it's all good, but uh, so anyway, it was a great time. It was a lot. It was a lot of fun to support the Pregnancy Resource Center. Such an awesome, awesome ministry and awesome organization. Absolutely. So, um, anything new going on with you guys? I know since we've had such a long break since the last podcast, I wouldn't know where to start. Start at the beginning. Try yeah. at the beginning. <laughs> well, I was born. I was born. <laughs> the two oh, horse yeah. town of Saint Joseph. That's right. That's right. Oh, just that uh, lot of uh, busyness. You know, a lot, lot feels feels like I've spent the last several weeks just trying to catch up on a lot of things. You know, you know, uh, most everybody listening knows that Dad has uh, been dealing with a medical situation. Got to take him up to Chicago and get his cast off so he gets to start Ooh. physical mm-hmm. therapy. He's already driving. Praise even though God, he's man. Not technically supposed to be. He can, and so he will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, praise the Lord about that. And uh, Now, could he get in trouble for you saying that over? I mean, we've got... A huge audience. Uh, so well, I'm, uh, I'm just joking. Oh, okay, good. All right, that's good to know. That's good to know. <laughs> Am I doing that with the wrong guy? Yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. Uh, all right. Um, yeah, I, I understand about busyness. I think it all. It seems like you're always trying to play catch up on something. Always. I think I just the other night, Ash and I got you know supper done and kids, you know, baths and bed and all that stuff. And you're like, you sit down, and you're like, 
I don't even feel like doing anything. This yeah. is just crazy. And um, so I finally got some, some of my stuff in my office desk at home straightened up from taxes. <laughs> finally, from <laughs> getting all the taxes done, finally got stuff filed away and getting ready to box it and put up in the attic. And I'm just like, man, it's just, yeah. there's just too much going on. Yep. To drop some stuff off our plates. I hear ya. So, Zach, well, how about you? Anything new going on? Hey, right. there's something new. Yeah. You're right. a big graduate. I did. Congratulations. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. That Although, was fun. I was talking to him earlier, and he said something about a conditional graduation because yeah. technically he's not finished a couple classes yet. Oh, basically, yeah. So uh, consider that a conditional congratulations. Yeah. So if you do not <laughs> you will pass those classes, we will take that congratulations right, back, yeah. right. along with any gift money which we have not given him yet. Right. Well, yeah, uh, I graduated. So, but I just have to um, take two more classes in the summer for like two or three weeks, basically. I walked in the ceremony. I technically won't be graduated until after summer 2017. So but, did they hand uh, you what they hand high school students that still have a credit to finish an empty like, They handed everyone envelope. an empty one. Yeah, Everyone they an ma- empty yeah, one? They mail them to you. Oh, like, I see. Gotcha. So it's just it's all for appearances. Right, basically. It's all just a big and what were your degree facade. Being? Business administration. How's that working out for you? Business administration? Yeah. Oh, Are you good. administering any businesses? Um, ministering a lot of business. <laughs> <laughs> now, let me ask you this: since you graduated, what like what plans do you have? I know you got a couple of things to finish this summer, class wise. But what plans do you have moving forward? Like, are there any job prospects? Any like applications you've done up, or are you just kind of waiting to see what comes along, or what? Yeah, a little bit of waiting and seeing, a little bit of looking. I got a full time job right now. So I'm not, I don't have to be in a hurry to look for anything, which is nice. But yeah, just kind of want to take my time yeah. because it's kind of a, it's a big jump from where I am now to where I would be like being an adult, moving out, getting a job and stuff. So I just want to make sure I do make the right decisions. Yeah, absolutely. So, Definitely no hurry on that. Yeah, that's right. Right, Roger and Angela, no hurry in your son moving out or anything, right? <laughs> You can stay as long as you want to. (laughs) That's one of the things that cracks me up. We have a speaker that comes in. We've had him in two or three times, I think, Joe McGee. Yeah. Cracked me up whenever he talked about, you know, our job is to raise them up, and then they go. (laughs) He's like, 18, we're kicking them out. You know, it always cracked me up the way he said that. So um, I think that tends to be a little bit more of a cultural shift in our society where kids seem to be staying at home longer and longer and yeah well i mean at least at the i know through college but i mean even after that you know right while and, and how much of that's cultural how much of that is is uh the different financial landscape you well know, economic and that's true. landscape that's i guess true. i should say you know there are different pressures different different things but the, the, uh, certainly one of the factors is this extended adolescence you know the yeah. idea yeah. that there's they feel absolutely no urgency about entering the workforce entering uh Real life, I think, for lack right. of a better term, but yeah, yeah you're right. You don't want to yeah. rush it for the sake of rushing. It. Oh no, right, right, right. But you don't want to, like you said, you don't want to <clears throat> sit at your parents' house forever. Right. right, you don't overstay your welcome. Right, which you're probably pretty close to yeah. doing. I, I already think, so. live in the basement, yeah. which is kind of like a step towards <laughs> too far. Right. <laughs> And uh, is there a river nearby that you could put a van at? (laughs) We do have a van, and we do have a small creek. Hey, it's a van down by the creek. Open the basement to a van down by the creek. That's right. Hey, you know what? It's forward trajectory, and that's what you really need. That's true. But we just had um, Tony Tony Cook Cook? in speaking, which was 
awesome. He's love, one of the best. He really is. Yes, he's love having done. I love how he not only ministers to the congregation, but he ministers to uh, pastors and leaders. And he's got some just amazing stuff to share. And it was just awesome having him in. Now we've got coming in here pretty quick. Who do we have? We Neil have and, Neil and Danette Child yeah. from Niger, uh, Africa. From Niger. They'll be coming in June 18th. June 18th. They'll be coming in on the 17th. They'll be ministering here Sunday morning, the 18th. Now are they ministering just in the morning, or they just will be? Just in the morning. We talked about doing an evening service as well, but that's the day uh, we leave for camp, and Toby's yep. actually going to camp. And that's I thought, right. well, between the campers, counselors, and maybe some drivers, uh, it might not be the best evening to try to have a Sunday evening service. And they're heading down to Baton Rouge to visit some uh, grandkids, and so oh. they, they, they were willing to stay, but... Yeah. I think they're just as eager to get on the road. Oh, sure, right. yeah, which yeah. is completely understandable. Well, that's exciting. Now, can tell us a little bit about Neil and Danette. So, first of all, what was the date again? June 18th. June 18th. Make sure you guys mark your calendars, all one million of you, that's for right. June 18th here at Living Word Family Church. We're welcoming in Neil and Danette Childs from Niger. Now, Pastor Scott, tell us a little bit about Neil and Danette. Yeah, Neil and Danette have been over in Niger uh, for over 20 years now. Um, they, he was raised, Neil was raised in Nigeria. His father was a missionary in Nigeria. Neil came back and, uh, attended ORU and, uh, went over to, uh, f- begin a work in Niger with his wife, Danette. And they've been over there. They've got a tremendous work. They oversee, oh, uh, it's gotta be upwards of 40, probably more now churches. Wow. Uh, all along the southern edge of Niger. Most, the vast majority of Niger, the country is desert. Uh, but the down along the river and along the southern border and especially down in the southwest, that's where the population center is. And so they've got several churches and they've just done a magnificent job of raising up local pastors, local leaders. Um, they, uh, they typically get over for an extended stay every summer. Uh, they'll be over here for a month or two at least, doing fundraising, just reconnecting with people, seeing family. Uh, and they have been five years ago, uh, four years ago, they started a five-year plan to transition uh, their minist- their role in the ministry to being one of more just oversight and fundraising and the actual hands-on ministry uh, a year from now should be should be being done almost exclusively by uh, those in Niger, the, wow. the, that is the awesome. locals, and that's, that, that's cool. been their goal from the beginning. But they started an active plan. He'll be talking a little bit wow. more about that yeah. on June eighteenth. Tell us a little bit about about that plan and 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 what steps they're taking. Uh, they just moved into a new house on the other side of the river, which wow. puts them closer. It's funny that the if it were here, the the geographic geographical difference between where they lived and where they live now would probably take us all of uh, 10 minutes to cover. Uh, it's just, it's not a very distant move, but it saves them an hour of travel time oh because gosh. of the oh, wow. terrible wow, yeah. traffic uh, situation over there. Yeah. Wow. So. Now, for something like that, to be able to raise up these churches and, and things of that nature, now do they, do Neil and Danette do the training on their own, or do they have like a school, or how does that, how do they do that in a, in a remote area like that? Yeah, they have got training centers, uh, and I don't know a lot of the details about that, and I do. They, di- they did the, the bulk of training these, these ministers up on their wow. own. Wow. That's a lot uh, of work. It is a lot of work. You know, there was a lot of uh, learning the language. You know, they both speak Hausa, which is the, you know, it's the national language is French, but the that's kind of the language of the educated, mm. and they're not mm. dealing with the educated. The, the right. masses of people speak a, a language called Hausa, 
and uh, and there's in some of the tribes because this is if you see where they minister and where some of these churches are, it's just like what you'd picture almost the stereotype of the African missionary, you know, working, yeah. you know, ministering in grass huts, open fires, this wow. sort of thing. And some of these tribes are the Gourman, the Gormanchi people, and they speak Gormanchi, another language. Like, is it, it just another dialect, or is it no, like a completely, it's a, it's a completely different language? Wow, I, we were in services incredible. when we were over there. I think it was in two thousand. Thanks a lot, Tower of Babel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the 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 confusion that was there, confusion for me. They were used to it. I mean, we were in a service with a couple hundred people, and you had three or four different translators going on at wow. once. Oh, my goodness, you know, It's like the, the wow. main message was being delivered in English, and the guy who was translating into Gormanchi didn't speak English. So you had one guy translating from English to Hausa, another guy translating from Hausa to Gormanchi. Wow. Uh, and it, it was just kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, gave me a headache just trying to... Right. <laughs> wow. But nobody slowed down, and now, all the translators are... <clears throat> It's almost oh, like they're yeah. preaching their own yeah, sermon. Yeah, yeah. See now, and I, I saw I happened to see follow uh, Neil and Danette on Facebook, and Danette posted the other day. She posted a picture of Neil preaching and the the translator practically preaching right beside him, and she said they're both going on like they were just on fire. Both of them were, and it was yeah. just that's so. It's just so neat to see that, it but is. something we're not used to, right. right? The translation aspect of it, and so I'm curious, like, does Neil? Say something, and then he waits for his translator to say it, or does he just keep rolling? The translator it's a rolls bit, with they, him. They, they develop a rhythm. There's no doubt about it. You get used to working with the translator, and the translator gets used to working with the preacher because there's not a whole lot of gap. He does give him time, right? But it's not like he waits until he's done talking before he starts translating. Right. Him, so, wow, it's that's a fun, just fun thing to watch. Yeah, I'm sure it takes a lot to get into a rhythm like that, and to get yeah. into a, you know, what I'm saying to yeah. to, to have a. Obviously, God's going to be able to work in any circumstance. Oh, yeah. You know That's what I'm right. saying? I mean, God can work through anybody at any time. But yeah. in the in the natural, being able to get into a flow like that oh. with a translator and, and be able to— Matt, to, Zach, i got to tell you, when, when I was over there, I was privileged to be able to speak there three or four times, and it's just not something I ever came close to getting used to. That I would say something, and while I was waiting for it to be translated, it probably took all of 10 seconds. It seemed like an eternity when I'm just standing there, staring at the people, <laughs> nothing coming out of my mouth. I could develop. I felt like I could gather no momentum on this. Thing. Oh, wow. I struggled the entire yeah. time. You know, praise God. When people responded. It was a great time of ministry, but not something I was eager to repeat. Wow. So. Now, do you think you'll ever go back to do a mission? You no, know, I, I, I never say never. It's it's uh, I, I think I've shared with you before. Uh, this might sound petty. Uh, what makes that? extremely unattractive to me is the plane ride. It's a long travel oh, gotcha. time. It was, it was, I think, eight, eight or nine hours from Chicago to Paris and then another seven and a half from Paris to Niami and not much of a layover between. And uh, I was so physically uncomfortable oh. that it almost ruined my time there. All, While all, you were there? Just because thinking, oh, no, in a few more days, got to get back on that plane. <laughs> and it was just miserable. Really? Uh, but, you know, it's something I would... Uh, heartily recommend to people who are smaller than me or who just travel better you know it's a so next time we should raise a little bit more money fly first class send me first class that's <laughs> right that's right yeah, or go. we just get you on a cruise yeah. take a cruise down over to africa hey there you go back. there you go take a week to get there no, I, w- I would like to go i would like to some you know my kids are a little bit older take them but it's not something it's kind of like i've been there i've seen it and i think that was very very valuable but it's not something I'm really drawn to yeah. do again. Yeah. Uh, now, was Beth uh, with you on that one? She was not. Oh, okay. and, and I would like for her to be able to go as well. Right, but, right. Yeah. If I, if I, but if I traveled that far again, I'd probably rather go somewhere else. Right. Get another 
dot on the map, you know, like it. Right. Been there. I been saw there. a uh, cool picture. I think it was on Instagram. It, I follow this feed. It gives like ideas for churches, and it had this um like huge board of map of the world, and then it had like the location of the church was this big pin, yeah. and then pins all over the world, and yeah. they were like missionaries that they supported stuff, yeah, see, and they yeah. had lines yeah. connecting right. the pins. So see, and we used to cool. have we used to have a map like that on the bulletin board. Now we kind of have more of a it's like a. I mean, we still have our we have our missionaries hanging out, but it's not a map. It's more like a, just a kind of a description of their ministry uh, and what right. they do, yeah, where, that, where they minister. A, yeah. Project we're actually still working on. The plan is to get those lines drawn yeah. pointing to that map. Yeah. Because and then, makes a praise God, fill in some spots where we don't, where we can support people that are that that's we're right. not currently supporting. That's I think right. that's that would be fantastic. So, um, but we talked about Pastor Scott. You mentioned Neil and Danette's vision for their they had well originally. It's only a year left, but they originally started out with like a five-year vision on what they, right. where they felt God was leading them in the ministry and what they felt God was wanting them to do. Zach, we talked a little bit about your vision, you know, what you want to do now that you've kind of, you know, conditionally graduated. <laughs> um, but speaking of vision, just made me think about, Pastor Scott, you and I and uh, and Pastor Mike uh, attended a... Um, RMAI retreat. Yeah, the RMAI retreat last week, and we were listening. Um, the speaker came, that came in for us for those couple of days was uh, Pastor Joel Sims. Now, where's he from again? I can't remember. Uh, uh, Jacksonville, Mississippi. Mississippi. Okay, for some reason I was thinking of Ohio. Jackson, Mississippi. He's a suburb of Jackson, Mississippi, I think. Jackson or Jacksonville? It doesn't matter. Know. Anyway, Pastor Joel Sims. Clean that up in pretty, post. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, fairly large church, but he's an amazing speaker. He teaches on leadership, on oh, yeah. vision, and goal setting, mission statement. I mean, just oh, like uh, Joel just Sims, amazing, absolutely amazing. Talks about kind of how their church does, you know, small groups and different things to kind of get their congregation involved and plugged into church. Just an absolutely amazing speaker, and just tons of wisdom and knowledge. Well, the wisdom and experience. If you did not see him or know him. Uh, you'd swear this guy had been doing ministry for 50 years. Right. You know, he's, like, no, he's 33 years old. Right. You know, he's wow. practically a kid. Yeah. Uh, but he's he's really learned some things. He just reads absolutely everything, learns from everybody, and he's just got a real grasp on that aspect of, of leadership, the vision casting, uh-huh. the mission statement, all these things, goal setting. Yeah, yeah. And uh, had some great insight. Yeah, I agree. It's absolutely, yeah, it was really cool. It just got me to thinking, you know, we talk about how you know, when we've really been focusing on it this year, I think more than we have in the recent past, um, really coming together as a body of Christ and doing things as one, you know, right. being unified. Mm-hmm. And, and you've uh, really emphasized that with your daily prayer mails that right. you've been sending out, Pastor Scott. Um, and I know we I know you haven't written every single one. We've had some really, really good prayer mails written by some of the members of our congregation, yeah, which yes, has been have. fantastic. Huge blessing. Um, but one of the things that you've emphasized with that when you kind of um, talk about the prayer mail is the fact that we're all getting the same ma- email every day um, and we're praying over the same thing every day. We're unified as a church and as a body. And I think that goes for vision as well. You know, we want to we want to yes. cast a vision out. I, I know you do the the uh, the the leadership of the church, the el- uh, the elders, advisors want to we want to cast a vision that everybody together as the body of Christ can get behind and support and really move forward. And I just really feel like, and I don't know if you guys are feeling the same thing. Yeah. Almost just this momentum that's starting to build up in the church. Mm-hmm. And yes. I'm excited oh, about I it. I mean, we, we've seen that. some really good growth. Um, we're getting ready to have a baptism service. Yes. I don't know if we have a date set on that or we not. not um, a baptism service. So we've, you know, kind of getting people who, who've never been water baptized to put their names on a list so we can, you know, really, uh, <clears throat> 
have the baptism service so they can get baptized for the first time. And it's been exciting to see the number of people who are going to be on that list. I know we've got just from youth group, just from youth group, which would be ages 7th grade through 12th grade, we've got five. Five. Five young ladies uh, over the past couple of months, two, three months, I think, have given their lives to Christ. And it's just absolutely, I mean, it's just exciting. Oh, yeah. Uh, and yeah. I spoke to a, I spoke to a, um, a grandparent the other day that's a, that it's a member of our church and uh, and he told me that his son and his family his son's family two two boys youth group age uh, are possibly going to start coming on Wednesday nights i mean just people getting kind of excited about what god's doing and getting yeah. plugged in and i'm just so stoked to see but it comes back to vision casting that vision out so you know this year started off with you having a vision of of a year of prayer right and uh and those prayer mails that's been quite you know that was a vision but that's been a lot of you know you've had to really put some work to that and right. uh, and casting that vision out, but it's I think it's brought people together. It's kind of put people on the same page of hey, here's where we're going as a church, and here's what we're wanting to focus on. We want to focus on prayer. We want to focus on being united in prayer right. and in the work of God. Well, you remember uh, last several years we've set we've begun the year with a three week fast, and there's always a theme for that fast. And that I've I've just I've always felt that that those three weeks are kind of a bonding experience for the church. Right, right. And with designating it a year of prayer this time, that being our theme for the fast, uh, I think the prayer mail has been a way of extending that bonding experience past the initial three-week fast into right. the rest of the year. And Very good point. Certainly it's my hope that that's something that will continue. Right, uh, right. You know, whether the prayer mail, daily prayer mails continue. I was just going to ask that. if you were committing to continue that. Uh, beyond the end of the year? Until uh, you retire. Until I retire, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, oh, speaking of which, I'm halfway done with mine that I started two months ago. I'll have that to you probably about the end of summer. That's, so. that's right. Yeah. Concrete goals. That's <laughs> Concrete like. goals. Yep, exactly right. <laughs> yeah. That's my vision anyway. Measurable, achievable. Measure- <laughs> well, I'm not achievable. We'll see how that goes. But, um, but what I find... what I. One of the things that came across my mind when I thought about when Pastor Joel Sims uh, at the at the pastors' conference was talking about vision and goal setting and really putting that casting that vision out before the church, I got to thinking like we're talking about this with the church with the body of Christ, but it's the same way with us as individual believers right. in our own walk and our own relationship. Like we need to cast goals and we need to have a vision for for our lives, Absolutely you know. And now God right. can always tweak that. God can always change direction just like He can with the church at large. Sure. But I think we need to be we need to have that forward forward motion, you know, following the will of God and, and casting a vision for our lives, for our families. Uh, and it's just it's just interesting to me because we're all part of the body of Christ. Yeah. Every every individual member of the body of Christ has their own walk, has their own That's journey, right. you know, in their faith and with God. And so it's That's important right. for us to cast goals and cast vision for our lives as well. It is. And, and this is something that uh, I didn't actually surprisingly didn't hear Joel say this. Uh, he may have said it, and he probably did in one fashion or another, but it's a statement. I, I can't remember where I heard it first. It's certainly not original to me. But uh, it's that every decision you have made in your life has brought you to where you are now. Uh, I, you know, I think he did say something like that. I'm sure he said yeah, something yeah. like that. So you, you got to so ask, well, what do you want to be different next year? What do you? And, and people talk about goals. They talk about visions uh, or vision. And they're really exp- they're expressing more of a wish list rather than a plan. Very true. Right. And uh, okay, what? Uh, yeah, well, gosh, I want to be I want to be closer to God. I want my relationship with God to be better. Okay, well, that's vague. Right. Uh, you know, right. Joel talked about these goals. They have to be. Yeah, I mentioned a couple of measurable, achievable, time bound. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, specific community. You got to be able to communicate these things. Well, okay. So you want to be, we all want to be closer to God. We all want to be a better church member. We want to be a better member of our family, better husband, better son, whatever. All right. What decisions do I have to make? What has to be different? Uh, if I want to be better, better in what way? Okay. Well, I want to know the Bible better. Okay. So what's that mean? Well, I got to read it more. What are you going to do? I'm going to read it more. When are you going to read it? Right, more? How right, much are you going right. to read a day? How much? <laughs> yeah. Right. So yeah. Very make good these point. things yeah. concrete. It's like all right, and, and and I loved what he said. All right, it's fine to have a, a plan for the year. What's your plan for the week? Yep. All right. It means this week I'm going to read this much. I'm going, and that's a very yep. simple uh, goal. When you're talking about something as specific as reading the Bible, it's it's, it's easy. But yeah, you know, when you start talking about church vision, you know, yeah, that's a little hey, we bit. We want to see five people come to Christ tonight. Right. We want to. All right, what are we going to do to make that happen? It's right. always there's there's obviously factors that are that are beyond our control, mm-hmm. but. But I think as you as you walk that vision out and put that vision for the people, that's right. When you speak that out, I mean you're you're putting your faith into action we at are. that point. You know, that's right. so even though in the natural, we might be like, okay, here are, here's our vision for this year. We want to see, you know, we want to see a dozen people come to the Lord. Which for a church of our size, I think just historically speaking, anyway. Well, yeah, and you know, you know what I'm saying for the. I mean, it's not like we have. A hundred newcomers coming in a week. So the Correct. newcomers we do have for those who are not saved, right? You know, seeing a dozen people, I don't think would be a far out goal or anything like that. No, no. But um, you know, but if we set a goal like that, we're stepping out in faith, and and everybody's hooking up with that goal. That's when you hit it. That's that, exciting. I mean, it is. That, that would it be. Is. I mean, that's just awesome. Just like well, like, like I mentioned with these five young ladies that, uh, from youth group, four of them came up during a service. Um, or just before, like actually during worship before service, we were we were in the in the time of worship and got a couple people that had a couple words. Um, one of our one of our uh, worship team members had a word, and I came up and had a word and and kind of just talked for a minute. And we had uh, I think at that night we had four or five. Yeah, it was four or five wow. people come up, young people come up and give their hearts to the Lord. And I was absolutely. I mean, I think we've talked about this podcast before. I mean, I was just absolutely floored. I was on cloud nine, just yeah. so excited about that. Not because of anything I've done, because I knew it wasn't, due to, wasn't squat to do with me. <laughs> yeah. It was God moving on the hearts of these uh-huh. young people, and it was just exciting, so exciting. And that right there, those four or five young people that came up that night <clears throat> is twice as many as I've, through our youth ministry, led to the Lord. Wow. In the seven years I've been here. Wow. Because... You know, you can talk to kids all day, but until God moves upon their hearts yeah. and they listen to that and they and they um, submit to that that tug on their hearts from God, right? I mean, I can't force. No, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I've no. seen and I've seen this um, at church before, in churches before, where you'll have somebody that's practically dragged up front by a family member or by right. a loved one or something like that because oh, they're like, yeah, "You got to yeah. get saved. You got to get saved," and you never see them again. That's right. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, was that a true salvation experience, or were they just up God there because knows. you're prodding them up there? You know, right. yeah. but and and God knows exactly right. You know, God knows. But for these young people that came up, you know, God was working on their hearts. You could see it on their face, and it was just it was so exciting. And they've and been the, coming faithfully, and they've been yeah, right? they've been coming they're faithfully. They've been camp, they've been plugging it. in. Yeah. Um, one of the Serving. Yeah, uh, one of the young ladies, her grandparents have started to come. Actually, yeah. two of the young ladies, their grandparents have started to come, which has been very exciting. Um, and it's just so neat to see how God worked in that. And then the fifth young lady that's that we um, that'll be that that's in her youth group that'll be doing the baptism, um, just recently got led to the Lord by another young lady in our youth group. 
And that is super exciting. Mm-hmm. That is yes, super that's exciting. That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah, it just happened I'm, over the weekend. Yeah, yeah, it just happened over this past weekend. Man, I mean, it's just so awesome to hear that. And then that lending itself to this kind of this momentum that you yeah. see building in the church. And it's just I mean, it's just awesome. I'm just excited to see what God has in store for I us. Know. And it's just it's just really, really cool. So I definitely wanna <laughs> I definitely wanna get my vision cast out there yeah. for the rest of the rest of the year, rest of the summer, whatever, for youth group, because I know God's got some awesome things in store and for the church. So right. very, very Praise cool. The Lord. Um, before we wrap up, um, Pastor Scott, I think I talked to you and Zach both about this. We've got the gathering that's coming up in August, August, August. 26th, and that's kind of our back-to-school event. Right. Uh, I hate to use that term because school of art, we, we always do it after school starts so right. kids can have ample opportunity to invite friends. That's right. But we're really gearing this year to make it more of an outreach event. And I've actually got approval from the village to block off a street in St. Joe. Ooh, Did I tell you I got approval? I, th- I, th- okay. I, well, you, I don't know if I, you had gotten approval. I knew you were going to seek it. I knew that yes. was the plan. Yes, so right. we got approval. They're just getting the whatever form we got to fill out or whatever, right. I'm sure. Um, so they're getting that together. But we pretty much got approval, and I'm just going to talk to a couple of the businesses that are on that street and just kind of let them know what's going on, give them a, a firm, you know, a long heads up and everything. Yeah. And super stoked about it. And we've got really this year my vision and the vision I'm going to get my youth leaders hooked up on, we're just in the very early stages of planning it, is just really being outreach, mm-hmm. being outreach-oriented. Because usually we, we invite a few other youth groups, and it's just kind of a hangout time. Mm-hmm. And we'll do different things. We'll do speakers. We'll do movie nights, whatever we've done. it. this will be our eighth one. We've done eighth gathering. And um, But this year, I really wanted to make it outreach-oriented so kids to be able to invite their you know their friends who don't go to church who aren't really familiar with church and be in a setting that's not in a church. Because yeah. we're out on the street, you know, weather pending, of course, but we're out on the street. And uh, the speaker we've got coming in, his name is uh, Zach Mirzada. I don't even Mirzada. I'm not even sure how to pronounce that last name, but um, and he's got an awesome testimony. He's a converted Muslim, so he's a he's a follower of Jesus, and he's converted, and he's got a really cool testimony. But he does um, street like illusions and stuff like that. And I've seen some of his videos, and yeah. I'm super stoked because I mean the kids just are like mesmerized by it. And just kind of just really excited about it, and then he'll he gets up and he shares his testimony and shares, you know, what God's done in his life, and it's just I'm really stoked about it. I think it'll be a really cool event. Yeah, and I'm excited to kind of get plans and get other stuff underway for it. Actually, I would love to bill it as a street magician because right. a lot of kids would I think they they understand what that is, you know. They do and street illusionist doesn't sound quite as doesn't have the right. ring to it, you right. know. But either way, however we bill it, I'm excited. Yeah, don't get me started. You know, to me, it's 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 one more example of the evolution of language. I I know, yeah. and everybody knows what you say when you say magician. Yeah, it's an illusionist. It's a performance. So right. I'm not I'm not opposed right. to the term, but I understand. So you know, you're you're is, signing off on we can just bill it as a street magician. Conditionally, <laughs> conditionally, conditionally. We're waiting like for some graduate. polling data to come in. And <laughs> That's, we're doing some group testing actually, and so we'll have that for Focus you. Groups. Same group <laughs> testing we're using for the name right now. Right. That's right. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so yeah, I'm pretty stoked about that. And like I said, we've got a lot of plans that need to come together between now and then. So uh, hopefully, our vast audience out there can be in prayer on that because I think it's an excellent opportunity. It is for yeah. uh, unchurched kids to come in and. And be a part of something and listen to his listen to Zach's testimony. I mean, if you're, I I just remember when I was in middle school, if I'm at a, an event like that and I'm seeing somebody do some just really cool yeah. card tricks or whatever he's going to do for the kids, you know, because he's going to actually walk around in the crowd just during the event oh, cool. when the games are going on and the foods being served and all that fun, just hanging out, and then before wow. he ever gets up to speak, and so. Um, when I was in middle school, if I were to watch somebody do that and then get up 
and or and then them get up and share a message about Jesus Christ. Yeah. The fact that he connected with me and that there's oh. this cool, neat, you know, connection that I've shared with him because he's done this neat stuff, you know, just out among the other kids. I think I would be a little bit more geared in to what he's telling me. Yeah. Because I know that I have a connection with him because I've seen some of the cool stuff that he does. You know, you almost feel a little bit, I don't know how to explain it. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so I think that there's an awesome opportunity here at this event for kids to give their heart to Christ. Um which would be absolutely amazing, or at the very at the very least, have a a a curiosity that they didn't have before, or maybe right. have something, maybe a little bit more of a tug on their heart that they didn't have before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like plant some seed, right? On. Plant some seed, and so I'm just excited about that. So, and I know uh, my other leaders are excited about it, and we're just in the early stages of planning and and kind of promoting that with our students, and then we'll get some stuff together to send out some other some of our other local youth groups and stuff like that to invite people. So anyway, just pretty excited to be yeah. planning that and doing yeah. that. Some neat stuff on the yeah, on the horizon. Start praying about the weather right now. Yeah. Right. Amen yeah. to that. Beautiful weather. You know, because God needs a long heads up if He's going <laughs> to move those air masses and <laughs> All right, wait till the day before to ask Joe. me. It's too late. I've already sent out the forecast. <laughs> No, actually, just as a quick side story, do you remember when we used to do the the guys' campouts? Yes. Gosh, way back. Yes, I do. What are you rolling your eyes oh, nothing. for? <laughs> no, a, I'm I'm just a fan of sleeping nights. Is all. Yeah, yeah you are. <laughs> Two of the campouts you left saying, "Hey, I'll be right back," and you never came back. <laughs> no, but I remember one of them. It was supposed to storm. And uh, do you? Were, were oh, you, I think I know this story. Were you at that one, Zach? No, I never. Oh, I was that before your time? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was probably a baby. You, you probably, you probably were. We had a bunch of guys out there. We had tents all up and everything. And all of a sudden, where you was these, it? It was at my mom and dad's house, okay. outside outside of town. You know, so right, right. You beautiful little three acre or whatever. We're just kind of out in the yard, you know, and we we're playing hide and seek in the dark and all that fun stuff. And you see these clouds rolling in from the west, and we're like, oh man, that could that could be bad, you yeah. know. And so we're just, you know, we're just speaking in faith and, you know, praying, you know, we're not going to, the weather's going to be great. And I kid you not, it was awesome. <clears throat> you literally see the clouds split, that storm front split. Wow. Half of it went south, half of it went north wow. of us. It was so cool. And the weather was great. Like, the, it was barely a breeze, if I remember correctly, this was years ago. But there was barely a breeze kicked up. Like, wow, everything man. was great. It was just, it was awesome. It was so cool. So, a lot of stuff coming up uh, on the horizon, stuff to get excited about. Very excited, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything else we need to cover before we wrap this one up? Hey, I don't think so. Thanks, everybody, for listening and downloading the podcast. Zach, you got anything? Nope, we're good. We'll see you in your inbox, and we'll see you here next time on the Living Word Family Cast. Have a great week. Bye.